0: This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome to our second week of Alignmas, and if you're just joining me now for the first time, what the heck is Alignmas? It's kind of like Vlogmas, if you've seen that over on YouTube, where people make a bunch of YouTube videos over the holiday season, and they're all kind of like day in the life, you know, storytelling, fun things that kind of relate back to the holidays. So what this is is stories throughout the holiday season from me and also my students and my clients about how we've been staying in alignment with our designs during the holiday season. And a lot of this is really inspired by the people that are inside of my holiday alignment challenge. They've just made so much progress. It is so inspirational. So I'm going to actually start by sharing one story from Amelia And something that we've been focusing on a lot in the holiday alignment challenge is following our strategy and our authority. And here's what Amelia says. There have been lots of positives happening since Monday. I've been getting lots of random colleagues writing me reviews for my business recently. Friends are offering help with small errands without me asking. My contractor met with a claims inspector and thinks insurance will pay out pay out really nicely after some hail damage on my house. Perhaps it's a result of me following my strategy and authority and doing breath work daily and ultimately manifesting stuff. Who knows, but things are unfolding so nicely. And I completely agree that all these incredible kind of flowing, easy life things start happening when you follow your strategy and your authority in human design. In my opinion, following strategy and authority are really the ultimate ways of manifesting. When you follow your strategy, you always end up in the situation that's meant for you. And when you follow your authority, you always make decisions that are the correct next thing for you. So I want to share a personal story about myself, a little bit of a longer story about this exact example. So, if you listened to last week's episode, you know that I was at a big kind of like online business creators conference a couple of weeks ago in Orange County. And at this conference, they were, of course, selling some other courses that you could sign up for afterwards, like a mastermind or this other course or, you know, this other program. And that's fine. I'm all for people selling programs and having something to offer, but I like to use my strategy and my authority to decide if I'm going to be purchasing something and not logic. Because according to my design and most people's design, using logic in decision making is not useful. So they presented this one course. It was about a thousand dollars And it looked amazing. And in fact, it's exactly what I've been wanting. And I felt a yes to it, but I felt also kind of an icky sensation that's hard for me to describe. What it wasn't was a full-bodied hell yes that just like lit me up. It was like a, I want to say yes, but something's stopping me. So a few hours later, at the end of the day, I was in my hotel room and I called my husband and I was like, should I sign up? Should I spend the money? Should I do this? Oh, I don't know, but I really want to. But should I, should I, should I? And I noticed like I'm saying all these shoulds and I'm trying to get my husband to sort of like make the decision for me. And eventually he was like, maybe you just shouldn't. Like it doesn't sound like you're very clear on this. Why don't you just not sign up for that. And I thought, yeah, that's right. And if I feel differently tomorrow or next week, I can just sign up for it then. But I remembered, oh yeah, I'm here focusing on following my strategy and my authority. And for me, I'm a manifesting generator. So my strategy is to respond and then inform. And by respond, I'm supposed to only respond, hell yes, or everything else is a no. And then inform what I'm going to be doing. And it was interesting because it was clearly not a hell yes. It was a I'm torn, which means no or no for now that's very simple, but it's not simple when you're in the moment to remember that. And then informing was not something I was doing. I was asking for permission or I was asking for guidance from my husband. I wasn't really in an informing mode, which is a signal that I wasn't clear. So I did not purchase that program. And as I left the trip and I was flying home and even a couple days after, I was wondering like, do I regret that? Should I still sign up? Like I was still kind of waffling and thinking about it, but it never ended up feeling like an obvious hell yes in my body. So I didn't. Then a few days after I got home, I saw an opportunity to sign up for a retreat that I had never heard of before. And let me tell you how wildly different this experience was. So I saw the retreat on Instagram, actually, and I barely had any information about it. I saw what it was called. I saw a reel with some video and some imagery and some words about it. And immediately I got a full-bodied hell yes. And when I say full-bodied, I mean my physical body. I lit up with so much energy I felt like I just had 10 cups of coffee, but in a good way. I knew I was going. It was just like, I'm going. I know it. And I didn't have any of the details other than like the dates, the location, and what it's called. But I didn't know any information about it. But I knew I'm going. This is happening. So the first thing that I did actually was that I called my husband. And he didn't answer the phone. He was on a work trip, so he wasn't able to answer. But why Why I called him was to tell him, I'm signing up. Like I wanted to inform. I had this urge from inside not to ask, not to should on myself, but to inform. I wanted to tell my husband, guess what? I'm going on this trip. I'm signing up for this retreat. And I was like, whoa, this is different. The last time I wanted to sign up for something I was asking him if I should do it, not because we have a relationship where I have to ask permission, but because I really wasn't clear. This time, instant, my body said yes, and I wanted to inform. That's a good sign. That's actually me following my strategy of responding and my second strategy of informing. And so what I did was I applied for the retreat because you have to apply I got a response that yes, I'm accepted. I spoke to my husband later in the day. And by the time we talked, it was like four or 5pm. And I was starting to doubt myself in the back of my mind and make excuses and say like, Oh, I have so many trips coming up this year. I don't know about spending the money or also here's a big one. The theme of this trip is something that terrifies me and is extremely out of my comfort zone. And I kept thinking like, Oh, I don't know if I want to, you know, do something that's this out there for me. This is just really not what I normally would sign up for. I've never done this. What if I don't like it? What if I'm really uncomfortable? So I kind of started in with those sorts of thoughts, but I kept stopping myself. I just kept stopping myself and saying, stop it, stop it. That's not true. I truly want to go on this trip and I know because I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my gut, like in my intestines. I know I want to go. No more excuses. I know this is right for me. And so when I spoke to my husband, he was like, yeah, you want to go. I can tell. I can feel it. I can see it in the way you're talking. So go for it. And on the phone that night, we booked my flights, my Airbnb. We got the whole thing booked and done in like, 20 minutes. And for me, that again is kind of scary. It's pushing my boundaries. It's breaking past the identity that I have built up around myself. In the past, I'm very logical. I'm very careful. I'm very smart. I'm very meticulous and detailed. I take my time. I do my research. I plan in advance and I am a very safe, smart adult. And this time it's not that I was being unsafe or, or unsmart. It's just, I just did it without needing to plan everything or have it all laid out perfectly in advance. And I was really scared and really uncomfortable during that booking process because it was so out of my comfort zone, not because it was wrong for me. And then the most interesting thing happened to me that night. At 4.30 in the morning, I woke up and I was super sick for about 30 minutes. I was vomiting. I was having diarrhea. I was like having hot flashes and chills. And the whole time that I was throwing up, I was just thinking, I don't want to go on this trip. I made a mistake. I don't want to go. I'm scared. I don't want to go. And it was kind of like a little kid saying like, I don't want to go to school. I don't want to go to school. I'm scared. And I knew I'm not, scared for real like this isn't wrong for me I actually do want to go but my ego is freaking out or the box I've put myself in my whole life or the identity I'm pretending to have is being crumbled and my I'll just call it my ego whatever it's called my box my identity is clinging to one last thread trying to get me to cancel this trip or not go just out of pure safety to just stay in my comfort zone. And that lasted about 30 minutes. And then I went back to sleep. And the next day, that feeling of regret was lifted. And I was so proud of myself. And I felt like, wow, look at me. I am really following my strategy and my authority. And I'm just moving forward with what I know is the right next thing for me. And I can't wait to see what this trip is going to be like for me. This is really different. I've never done anything like this. And I don't typically go on solo trips. And I'm so, so, so proud of myself. And so this is an example of, again, following my strategy and my authority. And I have a sacral authority. So following what lights me up, making decisions based on what I'm attracted to, what feels like a hell yes. And this equals manifestation. Manifestation when you follow your strategy and your authority, you will be led towards the highest version of life for you towards the next correct thing for you. And notice for me that first example of not feeling a hell yes about purchasing that course at the conference. And so I didn't. And imagine if I just decided to sign up for it because it's a good price or I've always wanted a course like that. Even if I feel like a pit in my stomach or a yucky feeling alongside it, if I had decided to sign up for that, it probably wouldn't have been correct for me. It probably wouldn't have been a course that really was right for me or was well done or was the right timing. And that is an example of going against your authority or your strategy. And instead, I just kept saying no, 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 no to opportunities until I felt a hell yes. That is, I just know it's going to manifest into something that I could never predict. And it's going to lead me towards the next correct opportunity. And it's not logical. Like maybe there's a reason I need to go to this course. Maybe my future best friend is there. Maybe my future biggest business opportunity will be will be planted there. Or maybe this will be the type of healing that I need in order to break through a lot of these last kind of identities I'm clinging to that are holding me back in life. Or maybe I'll meet somebody at the airport on the way to that trip that's going to lead me to another opportunity. You just never ever know. But true manifestation comes from following your strategy and your authority. And Amelia's story that I shared at the beginning of her having just all of these manifestations and easy things happening because she's following her strategy and her, her authority. That's also a beautiful example. And that's what a lot of people inside the holiday alignment challenge have been saying that life is just happening for them and it's not really happening to them. One thing that Amelia pointed out is that she's been doing the breath work daily. And what she's talking about is this daily breathwork practice audio that everybody inside the holiday alignment challenge has been using. And it's like a 10 minute breathwork that is my voice and music. And it's just something that you can do every single morning or midday to help you with your energetic and emotional hygiene. It helps to get rid of a lot of junk energy and stress and bad Thoughts and just old belief systems and all kinds of crap that's living in your energy field and in your body that's sort of fogging you up from being able to follow your strategy and your authority. So, my gift to you for this alignment episode is just that it's a daily breathwork practice, it's a mini home breathwork audio. And I say mini because it's 10 minutes. Normally, breath work is about an hour or even 90 minutes long. This is something that you can do by yourself at home every single day. I like to do it too. And here's how I fit it in. I take a shower in the morning and then I always stand naked in front of my red light and I do some red light therapy and I put on my magnesium spray and my lotion. And then I sit down in front of my red light and I do my breath work. That's just how I fit it in. I like to do like habit stacking so things just go one after the other or all at the same time so I don't, you know, have... Hours and hours and hours of my self care practices, I kind of clump them all in. And so you don't have to do it right after you shower. That's just what I do. But I'm going to put a link down below in the show notes for this mini free breath work for you. Or you can go to my link in my Instagram bio, find me at healthy underscore Madeline, and you can get the daily breath work practice or the free mini breath work there as well. Just my little alignment gift to you. Also, I want to tell you guys that my European trip is in the works. Things are happening, things are coming together and it's it's an option, it's a possibility that I will be leading like a day-long human design and maybe breathwork event near Amsterdam in April. No promises, nothing is confirmed yet, but if you want to come and see me and take a workshop from me in April 2024 near Amsterdam, then you need to get on the wait list so that you'll be notified first. To get on the wait list, visit studiotimeout.com forward slash Europe, or again, look in the show notes, but it's just studiotimeout.com forward slash Europe. You're not committing, you're not signing up, you're just getting on the wait list so that I can inform you when things are booked. And if you have a yoga studio or a office space or a a space in Europe where you would like me to come and either host a breath work or a human design talk for you and your clients and your friends, let me know because I'm open-minded to booking more experiences in Europe in April, maybe May, that kind of time in 2024. So I'm taking your suggestions and I'm using my strategy and my authority to book these events, but I would love to meet you. I have so many European podcast listeners and I just I want to give you all hugs and see you in person and meet you and actually like be with you beyond this podcast. So get on that wait list or reach out to me and let me know if you have a a space that you want me to come to. And I will absolutely use my strategy of responding and then informing to make that happen. Okay, everybody have a beautiful rest of your week and I will talk to you next time.